You're listening to the Auctioneer Tech Auction Podcast. Today is Wednesday, 27 May, 2009. AuctioneerTech.com, technology, auctions, and auctioneers. Auction tech for the auction industry. Hello and welcome to the 18th episode of the Auction Podcast from Auctioneer Tech. My name is Aaron Trappas and joining me today for the first NAA staff interview is Chris Longley, Deputy Executive Director for the National Auctioneers Association based in Overland Park, Kansas. Chris is on the show tonight for two reasons. The first, to talk about his role in the association and the second, to tell us about the 60th International Auctioneers Conference and Show coming this July to the Kansas City area. Good evening, Chris, and thank you for joining me. Well, thank you, Aaron. I'm honored to, to be the first NA staff member to uh, join you on your show. Well, I uh, I realize the the auctioneers and vendors I've had on in previous episodes do a do a great job of of promoting the association, but you are the first official NAA representative. Uh, give me the 90 second elevator speech about what the NAA is, who it benefits, and what its goals are. Well, you know, I can even beat you in 90 seconds. To sum up the NAA, there's no better way to describe it than the NAA was built 60 years ago by auctioneers for auctioneers. Simply put, we are here to serve the auction professional and the auction industry. We are the biggest advocates of the auction industry uh, and the auction profession. You know, our role here is to provide auctioneers and auction companies with the tools, training, education, and resources they need to succeed in, a, in an ever-changing marketplace. Um, you know, auctions are different uh, today than they were, in, you know, 60 years ago when the NA was founded. Uh, it continued to grow and change every day. So we are here to help provide those tools and those resources. Um, so we can move forward. You know, auctions have been around 2,000 years, and they're going to be here in the future. But each day they change a little bit, and we're here to kind of grow and change with that industry. And so that's our rule: is you know we are here to provide that the training, the resources, and that networking uh, environment that so many people come to the NA for is just to network and to communicate and kind of connect with auctioneers from anywhere all over the, in the United States or even all across the world. Well, it sounds like that's not the first time you've had to answer that question or a, or a similar question. <laughs> I am their PR guy, so, <laughs> so I'm sorry. So, 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 talk a little bit about that. What are what are the official job responsibilities for for your position, which is is listed on the website as deputy executive director, and 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 what does what does an average day consist of for you? Well, you know, when I first joined the, the NAA, it was two years ago. I came to the NAA as its public affairs manager, um, and as over time, my kind of roles and responsibilities have grown. Um, you know, my primary responsibilities as the deputy executive director are kind of an extension of, of those responsibilities, which were uh, public relations, government relations, and in our charitable relations. Um, you know, first and foremost, my job for the NAA is to be its advocate for the association, an advocate and promoter of our members, and an advocate and promoter of the industry. And I do that through the media. We, you know, my job is to act as a spokesperson. So I'll work with everyone from CNN to, uh, you know, for instance, this week we had a great story on national public radio about storage unit auctions and talking about that growth. So I work with the media to promote and push the industry and promote and push um, NAA auctioneers. Um, on the government relations side, my job is to, one, act as um, an advocate, um, whether it be in Washington, D.C., 
on behalf of the auction industry or as an advisor and kind of a consultant to state associations when they run into legislative issues. Um, you know, since my time we've been here, I've had the, uh, the, the fortune uh, of working on behalf of the association to fight some uh, rules in, in the government, General Services Administration that were going to be uh, prohibitive to auctioneers and really box auctioneers out of selling for the federal government. And so it was kind of my honor uh, to work with auctioneers and going into Washington, D.C. And, and stopping that uh, from taking place. And so, uh, you know, that's just an example of the things we work on, um, you know, working in the state legislatures uh, to educate them about the auction profession and protecting the auctioneers. Um, you know, that's what we do on the government relations side. And then on the charitable side, as many people know who follow the National Auctioneers Association, uh, we are proud supporters of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. And so my job is to act as a liaison between the auctioneers and the NAA um, and the hospital. Uh, and so we have raised roughly about $4 million uh, for St. Jude since we are, our partnership began, oh, I think in 1995. Um, and it's something we continue to hopefully grow and build upon and get more members involved in raising money for that cause. Um, but then also, you know, with an association of our size, most people think the National Auctioneers Association is a, is a very large organization. Staff size, we're actually quite small. So we get to dabble in everything. So today I work with the landscaping crew out front. Um, <laughs> I am the office barbecuer. Um, so I do a little bit of everything here at the NA. Nice. Um, how, did, uh, how did you become involved with the National Auctioneers Association? What's your, what's your background? Where are you from? And, and, and what... What drew you to the NAA? All right. Well, I am a proud Nebraskan, so uh, I hail from the good life state. Um, I grew up around auctions, um, you know, my entire life. My family grandfather was a farmer and rancher, so, you know, I remember spending time with him, um, you know, at the cattle barn and, and at the livestock sales. Um, but, you know, as I grew older, I, you know, I kind of moved away from that. And my background is, is politics. Um, I studied uh, politics and, and media relations at the University of Nebraska, so I'm a big Cornhusker fan. Um, and so I had done uh, politics and managed congressional campaigns and uh, U.S. Senate races um, when I left college. And then I moved over to the corporate side, and I did uh, PR and government relations. Uh, we call it public affairs um, in the industry. Public affairs is a combination of government relations and media relations, and I did that for the Venetian of Las Vegas. Uh, if you, people are familiar with Las Vegas, I did a little work for them. And then I also did work for State Farm Insurance. So um, I could insure gambling assets in a, in a sense. <laughs> um, but then I, had a, I came across an opportunity in the Kansas City area um, that I saw there was an association um, in need of a public affairs professional. And uh, knowing auctions and growing up around them, I thought, wow, I found somebody who can talk more than me and faster than me. So, you know, this is, this is going to work for me. So that's why I looked at, came down here and, and joined the NAA staff, and I, I handled their public affairs. Great. Um, speaking of public affairs, one of the, one of the biggest, in, in my mind, one of the biggest presences that NAA has for the average auctioneer is at conference and show. And so how would you, how would you describe conference and show to someone who is who is unfamiliar with it either either someone unfamiliar with the industry and the association or an auctioneer who um, who is just now beginning to be involved in the association 
You know, the best way for me to sum up conference and show is it's just that one spot that every auctioneer should be um, in July, uh, and they should make every attempt to be there because this is the one spot where you can go to network, ask those questions that you're needing you know, input on, um, getting that education to help you remain competitive in the marketplace. Um, it's all those things in one week in Kansas City this summer. Uh, you know, Next year it will be in Greensboro, North Carolina, and so on and so forth. It's that one week where you know, we get together and have fun. We celebrate our industry. We compete with competitions. Uh, we have education sessions, and, but most importantly, it's just that shaking hands in the hallway, asking, you know, if you're a new person in the industry, asking that 30-year veteran, how have you stayed in this business for 30 years? You know, what would be the one tip you could offer me as a auction school graduate um, so I can be in your same shoes 30 years down the road? Um, you know, that's what conference and shows. It's that one week where, you know, you get everything you need. But at the same time, it's, it's that family reunion. And that's one thing we're going to have this year is, is that family, family reunion theme because if you ask many NAA members, it's, you know, conference and show is, is far more than just business and professional development. It is catching up with old friends. You know, what has happened in the last year since we last saw you at conference and show last year? So that's how I describe conference and show. You mentioned it is, of course, going to be in Kansas City this year. Why why is it why is it coming home to Kansas City? Kansas City, it's coming home because home is where we are here and it is our sixtieth anniversary. Um, you know, nineteen forty nine, eleven auctioneers got together and created the National Auctioneers Association. Sixty years have passed. It's time to bring in the family, come to Kansas City to Overland Park, and we're going to get together and, and celebrate 60 years. I mean, that's, it's, it's something to hang your hat on, be proud of. So it's going to be a family reunion in a sense. Um, and we're going to celebrate 60 years because we're you know, here in Kansas City. This is where we are headquartered. So it makes sense to, to, to bring everyone home for the family. Well, being being based out of of Kansas City, and 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 I assume living there or somewhere in the in the area, you should be uh, or, or are relatively familiar with Kansas City and the Kansas City area. What are some What are some things to do? What's the What What are some nightlife attractions, and and what are What can we expect for for some of the the extracurricular activities in Kansas City? Well, and that's one thing that I think many people sometimes go, well, what's in Kansas City? And 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 that's one thing I love telling uh, our members about is. There is so much to see in Kansas City, it's really hard to summarize it. But, you know, I tell people, if you're a history buff, you know, if you like museums, you know, we have the only uh, World War I museum in, in the world. Um, it is the Liberty Museum, the Liberty Monument. And so that is one of the neatest museums that we have in Kansas City. If you like art, we have a world-renowned art museum and art gallery here, the Nelson Atkins Museum. Um, if you like shopping, uh, let me tell you, we have a lot of places where you can spend a lot of money here in Kansas City. We have the world-famous, um, popular, uh, a lot of people know of it, is the Plaza. Uh, it's a boutique shop, fun area, great restaurants. Um, it's a part of Kansas City that people come from all over the country just for the shopping and for the experience. Um, if you're looking for fun and, and speed, we have the Kansas City Speedway, you know, one of NASCAR's racetracks here in Kansas City that we're pretty proud of. Um, but then also we have new areas and new developments like the Kansas City Power and Light District. Uh, this was a new evening restaurant um, oh, establishment that was built up this year um, that goes with our Sprint Center, which is our new um, TV entertainment district, but also right next to the entertainment district at the Sprint Center is the College Basketball Hall of Fame. 
uh, and museum. So that's another museum for people to see. Um, you know, the list goes on and on of museum and attractions to see, uh, but there are also a lot of fun family things. So the Deanna Children's, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Deanna Rose Children's Farmstead, I think. And that's an outdoor farm, you know, uh, park where kids can play with the animals. Um, I went there with my niece and nephew a couple uh, years ago. They have a fishing pond there that you literally stick your fishing pole in, and fish just jump out of the water onto your hook. It is an amazing experience. Uh, that's my kind of fishing uh, that works for me. Um, but, you know, there's all kinds of things to see and do. Food, shopping, um, you know, obviously when you come to Kansas City, we highly recommend you eat the barbecue, but, you know, we also have some great steakhouses, some great Italian restaurants, um, you name it, the cuisines there. And that's the neat thing about where we are for conference and show, is that there are just a plethora of food selections to choose from uh, and sites to see in Overland Park, Kansas. There are there There is a, a, a jam-packed schedule of educational activities and, 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 and tours. There are several NAA uh, Education Institute designation courses that are offered in the days leading up to uh, leading up to where it kind of all begins with the opening night uh, ceremonies on on Tuesday evening. Uh, talk a little bit about the uh, what we can expect for opening night, and then maybe what what some of the big ticket items and, and banquets and competitions are uh, the rest of the week. Well, you know, we always start off conference and show with some pre-conference education. Um, this is an opportunity for members who maybe couldn't get to one of our designation courses throughout the year. And so the days before we lead into conference and show, uh, we have some pre-conference courses. We have the AARE course. We have the GPPA course, um, the ATS, the BAS, the CES, and even this year we have the Professional Ringman's Institute offering some of their courses all in the days before conference and show. So for those, you know, members who want to get out or non-members who want to come out and, and, and attain a continuing education designation um, the days before the conference and then head into the conference for additional uh, continuing education, you know, that's the, great, the place to be. Opening night, opening night's one of the events everybody looks forward to. Um, this is when I say family reunion. It's amazing to see the members just get excited, uh, hugging, shaking hands with, you know, friends who, uh, you know, they haven't seen in a, either a year or more. Um, and this year, because it is that 60th anniversary, we have what's called Rockin' Reunion. Uh, and so this is going to be a fun event at the uh, Overland Park Convention Center, uh, Sheridan Hotel area where we'll be. We're going to have indoor games. We're going to have outdoor games. Um, obviously, the highlight of the night, I think, will be the Auction Idol competition. This is an event we're doing that's new this year. Uh, everybody loves American Idol, so we thought, why not do Auction Idol? And so what will happen is we have members who have registered, and we still have some open spots for the musician out there who would like to compete. Um, we'll have members you know, do their musical presentation, and then we will be selling tickets um, for members to buy to use to vote for their favorite contestant. And all those proceeds go to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So it's a fun way for our members to show their musical talents because we have some of the most talented musicians in the any industry, I think. Um, that's part of the auction industry. There's a lot of uh, stage performance presence uh, in musical talent. I think, Aaron, you've got some musical talent, I have been told, so I expect Allegedly. you to be in the auction idol. <laughs> um, but um, this is an opportunity for them to, to show their stuff and, and you know raise money for a good cause. Now, while we have that, 
you know, we're going to have some kids activities. We're going to have the moonwalk for the kids to play on. Uh, and and the, the key to the whole night is the barbecue. We are going to have world-famous Jack Stack Kansas City barbecue for everybody to enjoy out in the green space um, to enjoy the night where I think we're going to have ice cream or not ice cream is it cotton candy and maybe some ice cream or shaved ice cones. I'm not sure. Um, but then my favorite part maybe I don't know. There are a lot of favorite parts, but this one's new, and uh, this one's been fun putting together for our members, and it's Wii World. Everybody's heard of the Nintendo Wii. Uh, if you haven't played one, once you play it, you're going to be addicted. Right. We are going to have rows of Wiis set up throughout the hotel con- conference center <laughs> um, so people can play you know, tennis. Um, they can bowl. We've got Sega Bass Fishing. We've got Cabela's Greatest Hunt. We've got race cars. You know, we're going to have all kinds of different games for people um, to play throughout the week uh, on the trade show. But opening night, they're going to be um, outside of the opening opening night event. And then the kicker is, at the end of the week, those uh, those 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 Wii's that everybody's been playing on, they're up for sale. They're going up on the auction at nice. the IAC. Now that brings up a good thing. You know, we talked about what are what are some of the events and activities, mm-hmm. competition. You know, that's something that people come year in year out uh, to strut their stuff, uh, to take the stage, and, and hopefully take the title. Um, obviously, the the most, I guess, well known event that we have at conference and show is the International Auctioneer Championship. Um, we've been doing this for I think 21, 22 years. Um, I guess. Well, it'd be 21 years this year because Paul Bear was the first IAC champion in 1988. So we'll have auctioneers from across the country. Actually, we've had in years past auctioneers from across the world um, compete for that world title champion. Um, and so this is an exciting event. You, you just see talent, um, unbelievable talent, uh, cr- come across the stage on Friday and, and, and show their stuff. So we'll be picking uh, a new world champion male uh, auctioneer, and we'll be picking a new international auctioneer champion woman. Um, and they will you know, be our spokespeople and our advocates uh, for the coming year. Now you have the upcoming uh, international auctioneer champions uh, you know, get their practice um, in the International Junior Auctioneer Championship, and that's going to go on throughout the week with the finals taking place on, on Friday, I think, morning. Um, and this is where, you know, we have young kids, uh, well, I shouldn't say kids, because it starts at 18 years and younger, um, compete, you know. So you're going to have third generation, second generation, uh, you know, auctioneers, even fourth generation auctioneers come up and strut their stuff. Um, and, you know, you'd be amazed when you see the, the talent that comes across the stage. You would think they, they could compete um, just as well in the International Auctioneers Championship. So a lot of pure talent coming across the stage at a very young age. You bet. I now, remember. I remember seeing that before, thinking that there were there were certainly some some contestants in the the uh, what is it, the IJAC. IJAC. Yep. IJAC. The IJAC. The International Junior Auctioneers. I, I definitely remember thinking that there were some of those that that could just have well just as well have placed very very strongly in the in the IAC. Exactly. And this is our third year. You know, Trev Morvik, who was our first IJAC, uh, you know, winner um, two years ago in San Diego. Uh, the previous year, I think he was 19 two years ago. Um, I think when he was 18, he was a finalist in the International Auctioneers Championship. So he is he, he's competitive across the board. The talent is amazing. Jacob Barth, who won last year, um, again, you know, he's 14 years old 
But, wow, he sounds like he's been bid calling. Well, now you know he's been bid calling since birth. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, his bid call is, is phenomenal for only 14 years. So um, I always look forward to seeing that just because it's nice to see the next generation, uh, you know, moving forward in our industry. And then finally, we have, for the third year, the International Ringman's Competition. And this takes place in conjunction with the uh, National Auctioneers Foundation's Fun Auction. Um, and so this is always an exciting auction where you get to see the real talent out there in the field in the ringman's industry. Uh, and so we're always looking forward to seeing the excitement and energy those contestants bring to, to the competition. Um, and they're always helping raise for a wonderful cause, which is our foundation. And so that's going to be another exciting event um, that's going to just get people involved in, in the association and in, in the competitions. We're past now the uh, the early bird registration deadline. I'm sure that we have uh, quite a few of our, our membership um, maybe procrastinating a little bit, maybe more this year, looking at the economy and, and maybe still kind of deciding whether or not to uh, whether or not to come. What what's attendance looking like right now? And uh, is it is it too late to register for a discount? It's never too late to register for a discount. You know, uh, <laughs> registration numbers look good. Uh, you know, we always want more. Uh, you know, we tell people, you know, you come that first time. If, you, if you're sitting on the fence right now wondering if you should come for your first time, this is a perfect opportunity for you. Uh, you know, and if, if you're looking at it going, well, the economy is kind of tough, maybe business has not been as fast or as, as strong as I'd want, that's the perfect example why you should be a conference and show. Absolutely. Come here, get some ideas, uh, get some input. Some, maybe you'll make a business connection that you'll get new business. Um, you know, that's, you know, when it's times like this, that's more the reason you need to tap into your association, tap into that network of people uh, to help you build and grow your business so you can survive these tough times and, and actually move forward and make more money for your business. Trust me, if you come to conference and show, I think you'll find that you will make more money than what you spent on conference far and above. I would, I would um, definitely but, agree with that. Oh, well, I hope so, Aaron. I mean, <laughs> that's, I, think it, I think that's a perfect reason that why you'd want to come to conference and show. But, no, it's not too late. Um, actually, uh, if we are going to air this before June 5th, um, you have one last chance to save money on, on your registration. June 5th is the last cutoff date. Um, before we get into conference and show. So if you have not registered for conference and show and it's before June 5th and you're sitting on the fence, save yourself 75 bucks and go ahead and register today. Whether it's the full pack, uh, the Super Saver 1, Super Saver 2, um, you know, get in there before June 5th and, and, and save yourself 75 bucks. What's the host hotel and lodging situation looking like? Are they are they filling up? What kind of what kind of lodging is there close to the to the Overland Park Convention Center? Well, you know, all of our hotels are filling up pretty fast, so we tell you to contact NAA Travel, and I've got their phone number here for anybody who's listening. If you're looking at coming to conference and show, get in touch with NAA Travel as soon as possible and book your room. And that number is 877-363-9378. Uh, you'll want to get in touch with them and go ahead and book your room and uh, make sure you're ready to go. Um, all the hotel rooms are either connected to the convention center across the street, or I think the furthest one is maybe a half mile away, um, but obviously within walking distance uh, of the convention center. There's free parking at the convention center, so don't let parking you know, prevent you from coming. Um, and, but there is one thing that you'll probably want to do 
um, when you come to conference and show this year is that we're a little bit further away from the airport than I think previous conference and shows in years past. Um, so we would highly recommend you rent a car for the week, but you know, that's a perfect opportunity for you to, you know, go check a Kansas City Royals game in the evening, or better yet, how about you take a trip out to Branson, Missouri, see a show, come to conference and show, but rent that car. So, you know, you're going to need to rent a car, but, you know, everything, the hotels are nearby, um, and there's still room, so book today. Well, I sure, I sure I'm looking forward to it, and, um, certainly because I'm, I'm, I'm very close and kind of familiar with Kansas City, but also because, at least in, in, in my opinion and experience, the traffic isn't nearly as, as bad as it has been at, at some of the other locations we've had conference and show. And, and it is a ways away from the airport, but it's not like it's a, a crazy, horrible commute. There's a lot of, you know, it's, it's pretty much an interstate straight down to from the airport to the convention center and so i would i would definitely agree with with that recommendation to to get a car and and it's really not that bad no what's your favorite spot in kansas city Aaron? well i'm i'm kind of partial to some of the uh some of the the nightlife establishments i've seen some great some great shows in in the kansas city area i'm a big fan of of alternative country and and, and music in general, and so I always like coming over, and I've, I, I got to see uh, Ryan Adams out there, and some some other really great bands. I've actually played a couple of times in the area, so uh, there's a lot of great a lot of great places. I'm kind of looking forward to getting to the uh, to the Power and Light District. I haven't had a chance to uh, haven't had a chance to to see that yet. Oh, there's the PBR bar. If you're looking for country music, there's the <laughs> Professional Bull Riders, and they've got a mechanical bull with your name on it. Um, so uh, get down there and, and, and take advantage of that while you're in town. That's just what I need. <laughs> so, um, what what were was your involvement like in the in the coordination and, and planning of of conference and show this year? And and what can we expect to to see you doing during the convention? Well, I usually tell people when I talk to members, you know, a lot of my interaction with our membership is is over the phone. So when I see them at conference and show, it's you know, it's it's really exciting to finally meet them in person. Um, so I tell people, I'm the guy running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Um, you know, most of my time is, is making sure that everything's in order for the members. Uh, we have, you know, ticket people in place. We have food where food needs to be. Um, a lot of my time is working with the media. Um, you know, one of my favorite parts is, is taking our IEC champions out to local TV stations um, and uh, introducing bid calling and, and the art of auctioneering uh, to the local TV anchors. Um, just because they enjoy it. Um, it's a great opportunity to showcase our IAC champions' talent, um, but it's also a good time to talk about the industry. Um, you know, I remember when we were in, uh, in, in Nashville last year, uh, a lot of people wanted to talk about real estate auctions, and so it was a great opportunity to educate Nashville viewers about how, you know, auctions, of, uh, you know, real estate auctions have grown. So it's a great opportunity to do the PR there. Um, but overall, you know, my job is just to help facilitate the association. We'll be doing business because my job also involves membership, so we're going to talk about growing the association and building that and what we can provide members to make the association more beneficial and useful to them in the future. So... A little bit of business, but hopefully a little bit of fun catching up. I'm looking forward to seeing the members. Yeah, you mentioned uh, at the very beginning of the of the podcast that next year we can um, expect to look forward to North Carolina. What are some What are some some new ideas that that we may look forward to seeing at future conferences and shows? Well, you know, conference and show is something we are constantly trying to build upon and make it you know 
a better draw, uh, make it more worthy, uh, you know, useful of, of members' time. The last thing we want to do is provide a member with a, a conference that they don't walk away going, I didn't know that. Uh, we want you to walk away with a notepad full of ideas, uh, you know, a pocket full of business cards from members you've met. Um, so we're constantly looking at what education programs we can provide um, that will be more beneficial, um, what kind of activities and events can we provide that are going to be beneficial. Um, but, you know, next year we're in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, we're going to be in Orlando in uh, 2011, Spokane in 2012, and Indianapolis in 2013. So everybody needs to put those on their calendar. You know where you need to be until 2013, and hopefully soon we'll have 2014 picked up real quick, so you can go ahead and put that on your calendar there. But uh, we plan these out in advance, and we're always looking for input. So, you know, members of the association, even non-members of the association, if there's something that you'd like to see at conference and show, you know, please let us know. You know, this is your association, and, you know, what you want is probably something else that another member wants, but we need to hear it from you. Great. Um, one last question for you, Chris, and I know that with your with your background in politics, I realize that there are certainly some some political implications here about picking picking sides and things like that. But now that you've been with the association for for a few years, what are what are your thoughts on on some of the things that NAA can do uh, to make itself better, even better in the future? Well, I mean, uh, let me see which way. I guess I'm trying to understand understand the question. Sorry. What are what are some 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 ideas that that NAA may, in your opinion, look at pursuing to make itself uh, even even you know increase membership, make itself more relevant in the industry, and and things to to make it even better. Well, you know, things that we can do to to kind of build our association and make it better is obviously create our presence. Uh, create our presence as an industry. Um, you know, the, the you know part of the association's job is to get out there and promote the industry. So uh, we've had a lot of successes, uh, you know, over the past year, two years, on getting ourselves out there in front of the mainstream media and getting there, you know, in people's, you know, homes, talking about auctions, uh, making auctions no longer, you know, this this process that sometimes you hear about but you don't know the facts or details behind, you know, we're trying to bring it to the mainstream. And so we've had a lot of success there, but we need to continue to have that presence. Um, but, you know, it's not just the NAA that needs to be doing that PR. It's our members out there in their local communities, you know, picking up the phone and calling their radio station or their local newspaper and inviting them to an auction or offering to tell them about auctions. Um, together, at the grassroots level and at the grass tops level, we're going to increase CPR and, and make the association and the industry and the, and the memberships uh, much more stronger and better in the future. Uh, from a membership perspective, you know, one thing we're constantly looking to do for our members is, is create benefits um, and, 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 and enhance our benefits. Um, you know, what is something that maybe we're not providing our members um, that may be useful? Uh, what is something that really members don't see a benefit in that, you know, we could maybe move to something different. So, you know, that's one of our, one of the things I'd like to see in my position is, is, you know, looking at our, our membership benefits and increasing those and making those better. Um, so, you know, members can walk away with, you know, saving money for the personal business. I mean, that's one of the greatest benefits we can do as an association is not only save you money, but we want to help you make money. Well, that's it for episode 18. 
My guest tonight was Chris Longley, Deputy Executive Director of the National Auctioneers Association, which you can visit at www.auctioneers.org, where you can also find complete information about the 60th International Auctioneers Conference and Show. Thank you very much, Chris, for taking time out of your evening to join me this evening. Thank you, Aaron. We'll see you in a couple weeks. You've been listening to the Auction Podcast from Auctioneer Tech. If you have questions, suggestions, or comments, or are interested in being a guest, please let me know by going to www.auctioneertech.com slash feedback and leaving a message. You can also post public comments about this or any other episode, as well as find show transcripts on the Auction Podcast page of auctioneertech.com. Thank you for listening. Now go sell something.